This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, we already started our four-day free workshop, but there's still time to involve yourself. So if you want to catch the rest of the sessions live or be emailed the recordings of the entire event, make sure you register at tier1trading.com. I'll put a link in the show notes as well. So here's a question for you. Do you think financial advisors are endangered species? Meaning that is the financial advisor going to become extinct? Today, we're going to talk about that and talk about kind of the new age of people taking control of their own personal finances and how that can be a very good thing, but also a very bad thing. Hey guys, Kill here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the financial markets, but more from a, a macro level. So usually we're getting into something trading specific when it comes to these uh, these podcasts. But today, I wanted to take a step back and, and look at trading, financial markets, personal finance from kind of a bird's eye view and, and take a look at the lay of the land and some of the changes that have been happening over the last few years and, and really the last few generations. And the idea sparked from really two different uh, two different places. Um, one, this morning I read, I was trending on Twitter, actually I ended up reading an article on it, but uh, it was a, a headline that said, rich millennials to financial advisors, thanks for the golf invite, but you can't invest my money. And it says wealthy young investors don't see much use for their wealth management firms, um, for the wealth management firms their parents rely on. They would rather pick their own stocks and plow their money into crypto. Basically saying that we have gotten to a time where um, if you want to call them millennials or not millennials, whatever, uh, the younger generation is saying that, hey, you know, we don't really need financial advisors. We don't really need people managing my money, uh, our money and making decisions for me. I want to take control and make my own decision. And this comes a day after a conversation I had with my wife. Um, last week, we got a non-farm numbers come out for, for jobs and whatnot. I was kind of explaining to her about the different situation. And at least here in the U.S., everywhere you drive around, um, places are hiring. In fact, man, I'm, I am jealous. If you are at the point where McDonald's is paying more than, um, you know, some really, really, really good salaries out there. Um, and you kind of have your pick of the litter. You can negotiate your own terms as like a, an entry level employee at, at like these places. Um, yet people don't want to work. And, and she was trying to figure out why people don't want to work. And we had a conversation about just kind of the the era that we're in, right? We are in the entrepreneur empowerment era, right? So we've gone from, and, and I, I think I'm fortunate because I was, I'm, I'm in that weird generation. I think they technically call us the geriatric millennials. I don't think I'm a millennial, but I'm in that generation kind of right before millennials, right? That that generation where half my life was spent without internet, half my life was spent with internet. Um, so I kind of have the best of both worlds, yet I'm kind of nowhere. Um, but 
my parents were brought up, you know, you go to school, you go to college, you get a job, you become a productive member of the workforce, you raise a family, all that fun stuff, right? That's the traditional path. It was unheard of to like, you know, oh, I'm not going to school. I'm going to start my own business and go out on my own. It was like, hey, no, you just, you know, fall in line, do what you're supposed to do. Um, that's how the world keeps moving. We've shifted from that to this really this boom in entrepreneurship and it's a the internet is a part of that you know with social media influencers with just the amount of opportunity that is available now for you to really do whatever you want and have success more and more people are are chasing this dream of like hey i want to live on my own terms i want to be a um a nomad as my, my mentor jason stapleton would say where i want to be able to have a business with flexibility where i can run my business from anywhere in the world on my own terms on my own hours i can do what i want when i want and still make a living. And it doesn't necessarily mean like a billionaire or anything like that, but you can live a comfortable life and, and really reap the benefits of your of, of your journey, which is living a life. Um, now, the problem with that is that there needs to be a certain balance. And I, I think right now we're out of balance. There needs to be a balance of entrepreneurs, people that are creating businesses because businesses create jobs. And then you have a healthy balance of people that are workers that work at those jobs. And, and that keeps everything um kind of in, in, in sync. Um, but with everyone wanting to be an entrepreneur, we've got one half of the, the seesaw being flooded and, and weighed down. And the other half is kind of empty and it's bringing all types of problems to this world. But the point of the, going back to the point of this podcast, right? The idea was that, hey, we want to be entrepreneurs. I want to be in charge of my own life. It is, it's, not it's, it's not just a freedom thing, meaning I want the freedom to do what I want when I want, but it's also a power thing, right? The main reason I wanted to be an entrepreneur is it wasn't because of the label or, or how people would see me. It was just I wanted to make my own decision. I worked since I was, what, 13 years old up until when did I quit my jobs? 22, 23. Right. And I was just tired of being told what to do. I was tired of confirming uh, to a schedule, meaning I had to be at work this hour. I was going to get fired or if I didn't go to work, I was going to lose money. Um, so I wanted that freedom, but I also wanted that control. That was the most important thing to me. And I think that's why you're seeing the flood away from financial advisors, right? People want to take control of their own finances. And I, I remember a trader we worked with when we, when we first kicked off uh, the tier one trading platform. Her name was Gabrielle. And we talked to her about, hey, you know, why are you getting into trading? What are your goals? What do you want to achieve from this? Because, you know, it's, those are very important questions that need to be asked. And she said, honestly, I, I don't want to be a millionaire. I don't want to be, be a billionaire. I just want to be in control of my own finances, right? I, I'm, I am paying a fee for others to do it for me. And if I can do it by myself, I can obviously eliminate that fee, but um, you just feel more in control. You are making the decision. And I think that is a really good thing. And the question that this posed, and I put this on social media, it's, it's too early to kind of get the responses for you, but I said, are financial advisors an endangered species, right? With this, you know, assuming this trend continues, are we seeing the end of financial advisors, right? If, if the main goal of financial advisors are to give you financial advice and then let's say specifically eventually invest your money, because that's what they all want to do, right? Invest your money. But more and more people, especially younger people are saying, hey, I want to invest my own money. What is going to happen to that job? Will they just be extinct? Will they go away? Or will they have to adjust? And 
adjustment is key. I did a podcast. I don't know when this is going to air, but hopefully uh, the one I talk about growth mindset and all that fun stuff. I, I've talked about it plenty of times before, so you kind of know my stance on that. But I think it's so important that we are able to evolve and grow and develop because that's that's how we survive. It's, it's no different than evolution, right? We, we evolve, right? Even as human beings, right? We are evolving to be able to do certain things. That way we can survive in this world. If you look at animals, they evolve where the best genes are passed on so that they can adapt and they can survive the changes. Um, so if you are going to be a financial advisor, you have to adjust. And I, I think the way to adjust, if, if I were in that situation, is go from someone that just gives financial advice and, and, and eventually wants to take your money and, and you know invest it for you and then get a fee out of it. And, and there is a place for that. I think there's always going to be a place for that. Like I, even me, I, I still have people managing some of my money because, again, it's just diversification. So I, I think that will stay steady. But what's the other side of your business? I think the other side of your business is becoming a teacher, teaching people the skill, saying like, hey, okay, well, you want to be in charge of your own account. You want to manage your own money. That's fine. Do you know how to do it? Because I'll tell you what, most people do not. And being in the trading education business, it's a little bit different um, than investing, but the, the same principles. We just work on a kind of a, a smaller, more active level. But, you know, we give plenty of advice on um, and not not technically we don't give advice. Disclaimer, disclaimer. Right. We we have plenty of knowledge about longer term investments as well, um, uh, too. But the main thing that we do is we teach people a skill because we deal with people that want to be in charge of their own finances for many different reasons. Some people want to make a living out of it. Some people look for supplemental income and we teach them the skill so that they can do it on their own. And I think if you're a financial advisor and you can cover both sides of it, if you can cover the the management side, if you can cover the advice side, if you can cover the teaching side, you're going to have a spot in this new world. Because many of these, quote unquote, rich millennials, right, the, the, the people, not even rich millennials, just in general, people that want to get into trading, most of them, the majority of them, the high majority of them have no idea what they're doing. And again, I, I've been teaching for, what, 15 years now, so I've seen the failure rate. But even reading the article, they had some interviews of people and, you know, and we saw this over the last few years with, with GameStop and the Reddit stuff, Um most of these people, where do you think they're getting their information from, right? Most of these people that are trying to learn how to trade, try to learn how to manage their finances, they're learning from social media. And the more people that you see learn from social media, yes, there's going to be a lot of good stuff out there if you find it, but there's always going to be the scammers. And especially on social media, it is a dark, dark place. You're going to run into a lot of people that are stealing your money. You're going to run into a lot of people that are giving you wrong advice it is going to be really hit or miss your success rate, more so miss. And the reason I say more so miss is because many of these people don't actually have a background in personal finance and financial responsibility. Now, how do we know that? Because the schools don't teach it, right? The schools didn't teach it for a while. So, you know, the people like my dad didn't learn it. Um, and so that passes down to my generation, that passes down to my kids. And, and you know, again, fortunately, I was someone where my dad was financially educated. Um, 
he taught me so I can pass down them same skills to my my kids. But many of you don't have those skills. I, I, I've been asked so many times to run kind of small little personal seminars. And this is another thing that financial advisors can do. Um, small little personal seminars at different businesses that I work with, um, just meeting with people and explaining the basics of how to invest. Like what is a stock? How does it work? How can you make money? What is an index? How can you have exposure to it, right? Basic stuff like this, because people my age and people older than me don't understand. So if we don't understand and, and, and that knowledge isn't getting passed on or even worse, bad knowledge or bad lessons are out there, you can imagine the amount of people that have this dream of making a you know being a full-time trader a full-time investor that it, it, it never comes to fruition and the bad part is we don't hear about those stories so it, it creates this false narrative right everyone hears about the good stuff everyone hears about the the highlight reel of this person made six thousand dollars a day because that's all we want to share on social media no one wants to share the bad things and when you don't see the good and the bad your perspective is stuck thinking in a, a very specific way and it just puts you in more harm of uh failing so going back to the financial advisors you know are they an endangered species i don't think so i don't think so or maybe they are maybe they are an endangered species but like anything else, the strong will survive. The ones that are able to adapt will survive. And I think there is a place out there. It just may not be investing money the the old school way, where it's here. Let me let me you know give me this money and I'll put it in these accounts. But I think it could be made up for there that in hey, let me teach you how to trade. Let me teach you how to invest. Let me run seminars and webinars on personal finance because if there's that need for people to want to do it themselves that's fine, but they still need to learn. And if they're not teaching it in school, someone else has to teach it. guys enjoyed the show if you have any questions or comments that you want to share with me you can dm me on social media i'm on twitter i'm on instagram i'm on facebook at akil stokes rtm watch out for the fakes um you can also leave a comment if you're watching this on youtube right below the video i will read through each and every one and address them and of course if you have any topics that you'd like me to discuss here on the trading coach podcast or maybe on jason graystone and myself show the trader coffee break let us know and we'll add it to the list